I'm Charlotte Butcher, and I'm going to talk to you about about the Black Panther Party. Now, this party was founded in 1966 in California. After about two years of this party being formed, it grew to many different cities, including Boston, Chicago, and New York. Now, many people just believe that this party was solely to protect black people from police and the brutality of white policemen towards black citizens. But what I have learned with researching this topic is that there are five key points to this party that I think are, that I think are very important. The first thing that I found absolutely fascinating with this party was the fact that how much they can, how much, <laughs> sorry, how much women contributed. Now, the women weren't the people organizing clothes or organizing, they weren't just behind the scenes. They were out and they were organizing the events, yes, but they were out at the events. Many public speakers were women and actually two-thirds of the people in the party were women who were active um, and contributed to this party. The second thing that I found fascinating was the sense of community that they formed. Now, the Black Panther Party set up a preschool for black children who wouldn't get the proper education or wouldn't even get the chance to be in a preschool at the time. Not only did they set up preschools, they would also host breakfasts. And they would have these free breakfasts that were open to the public for anyone who could not afford to eat. Many of these breakfasts attracted families that had small children and they knew that they could count on this party to bring them food. And they could count on their children being fed and having a good, strong breakfast. Now, the third thing that I definitely want to talk about is their style. How they dressed when they went to these, went to these, um, well, protests. They, the men would be wearing a light blue shirt with a leather jacket on top. And they would also have their big Afro hair. And they would have also a little black hat on the side of their head. But the thing that set them apart from everyone was that they held loaded guns with them while they walked around the streets of DC or walked around the streets of Boston even. And they never threatened to kill anyone, but they held them to show the people that, to show that they have rights. Their second amendment or the second amendment applies to them as well as normal people because they are normal people. And that their right to bear arms 
is not different from any white man's right to bear arms. But because of this threatening, it, because this came off as such a threatening stance, they gained a lot of fear from some of the white people. Um, and that caused problems because they then formed enemies in the FBI. And the FBI ended up following people in the Black Panther Party around, and they ended up having them having to watch over them. And one person was even accused of killing a black police officer, which leads me into my fourth thing that I want to talk about. The fourth thing that I want to talk about is Newton, who was the one of the starters of this party. He was accused of killing a white police officer. And the Black Panther Party, instead of just letting that stop them, they did the exact opposite. They started a new campaign and they camp it was called the Free Huey Campaign. And this campaign started a brand or I'm sorry, this campaign really helped them use the new sense of media. And they were able to use new television like new television and new news sites. And they were able to get interviewed so they could explain what they were doing and why they think that Newton is innocent in this during this trial. And they would walk around with free Huey signs. They would march down streets, thousands of them, and they would stand outside courthouses and they would when they saw someone filming news, they would purposefully walk behind them so that the people watching news, watching the news, could see the signs that they were holding and they could really, really advertise what they were trying to say in their goal. The final thing that I would like to talk about is the 10-point list that the Black Panthers created. This list was a list of goals that they would like to see happen. Some of these goals would be equal rights for black people, but also to end the brutality of police officers towards um, black men. And there were 10 points on this list and it was the very first thing that was created and was open to the public about this party and they really made it clear that this was their goal and these were the things that they hoped to accomplish over the years. The last thing that I'm going to do for this podcast is I'm going to bring in a guest speaker who knows about Malcolm X. Malcolm X was a huge inspiration for the two men that created this party. Hi, I'm Will, here on the guest of Charlotte's podcast. So tell me a little bit about Malcolm X. 
uh, Malcolm X, he grew up and he became a foster child because his mother was put into a mental institution after his father's death and his father was a outspoken Baptist minister and um, when Malcolm was a boy he got into trouble, went to prison for breaking into houses and then eventually he got involved in the Nation of Islam by his brother who had visited him at the um, prison and uh, he became the spokesperson for the Nation of Islam and he was changed his name to Malcolm X to free himself from his slave name which is Malcolm Little who was originally made and um, he was a very um, outspoken person. He made comments about Kennedy's death and um, he <coughs> uh, led movements that were aggressive and he was not like Martin Luther King. Um, what was his main goal? Um, his main goal was to be able to have the blacks not be suppressed by the um, other races. Like you said, when he was a spokesperson for the NOI, which he eventually left, um, he said that he's being suppressed by all the other races, that they're a minor race. And I know you said this before, that he was aggressive with um, his methods, but what like, give me an example of that. Um, event, it is called the, uh, in Harlem, there was a police officer, a white police officer, who killed a black youth, and this caused a very big um, outrage, which was led, gradually led up to, by riots and race tension between in the northern ghettos of Harlem, and eventually it spawned six-day rampage between the streets of people against police officers and there was not real a real winner and that was one of his movements that he led. That's actually really cool because um, the Black Panther Party, one of their main goals was to stop um, white police officers from the br brutality of um, black youth in lower class streets. So thank you, Will, You're welcome. <laughs> for coming in and informing us about Malcolm X. Anytime. With that, it concludes my podcast about the Black Panthers. Thank you for tuning in.